0: Hello and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw, the Success Alchemist. You can find me at thesuccessalchemist.net, on Facebook and YouTube, Jan Shaw, the Success Alchemist, on Twitter, or X as it's now known, at Coach Jan Shaw, on True Social, Success Alchemist, and on Telegram, US UK Patriot. Today is the 26th of August, 2023. And the title of today's show is Deep State Losing Bigly, Trump Breaks Records, More on Maui. But before I start with all of that, I just want to bring a little reminder to everybody. And I know that my listeners, most of the listeners on Cosmic Reality Radio are very familiar with the concept of collective consciousness and manifestation and everything else, uh, sometimes we kind of forget that when we're faced with all the stuff that's going on in the world today. I mean, it's, it's very easy to sometimes feel overwhelmed and to allow ourselves to drop into a lower vibrational frequency and, you know, I'm no exception to that. I've spent years mastering the art of manifestation or, you know, working on mastering the art of manifestation, the art and science. But even so, we're human, aren't we? And so much is happening in the world that is, it could easily drag us down into that fearful, anxious place and that is what the the deep state the dark side actually wants to happen because they feed off that negative energy and i had something of a revelation the other night actually you know i've i've learned from my experience and i truly believe that we're all taken care of by this greater power you know source energy source Creator, I do believe we are taken care of very much. I've had many experiences of this, especially in the last, what, 15, 18 years, I suppose. And I shared last week that I'd finally moved into my own place. Um, in rugby in Warwickshire, a place that I never imagined that I would live. It was definitely not on my list of possibilities at all. And it's a lovely brand new house. It's very cozy, uh, which is what you need in the English climate. And I'm settling into it, getting things in place. And I did share when I uh, posted this on Facebook that I suddenly realized that the number of my house was number 11. And if you follow anything to do with angel numbers, you'll know that that is very much a powerful number of manifestation and so on. And also, I had this kind of sudden realization just before I went to sleep a couple of nights ago I'm actually living on Tesla Street. Would you believe it? As in Nikola Tesla, the Tesla cars, yes, but Nikola Tesla. And it reminded me of his quote, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And this is exactly what I teach people in the work I do as a spiritual coach, through my website, thesuccessalchemist.net. And it's like, how (laughs) synchronistic is that? You just can't make this stuff up. And it really made me realize how blessed I am, how blessed we all are. And we need to pay attention to these signs that we're getting from the universe that that greater power... That source energy has our backs and we don't need to get into fear. We don't need to get into anxiety. Um, This is a spiritual war that we're going through, but the right side is winning. God is winning. We are winning, those of us who are working for the light and not working for the dark or allowing ourselves to be dragged into the darkness. Yes, we need an awareness of the darkness in order to counter it. Um, We need to focus on what we want to manifest in terms of the world that we want. Yes, we have to be aware of what the dark side is doing because otherwise we just allow it to continue. And we don't put in our countermeasures of focusing collectively on the world that we want to create. So I just wanted to share that with you before I get into the news of this week. Because, you know, on the one side, it can look very dark. On another side, you know, if you take a different perspective, it can be so encouraging that all of this evil is being exposed and the desperation within that evil sector because i believe they know that they've lost already and that is what we really need to focus on so i hope that will help you probably you may well know that already but i just wanted to share that personal experience of realizing that the manifestation of this place I'm living in is no accident. And I'd already felt that, but I hadn't really recognized the significance of the address that I'm living at in terms of it being in your face about energy, frequency, and vibration. So there you have it. Okay, So I'm going to go into the news now, starting with the Benjamin Fulford Weekly Report. And as I say always, this comes out on the Monday each week. So that would have been the 21st before a lot of other things have developed during the week. But the title of this one is Russia will not negotiate peace with current U.S. regime. The U.S. and Western authorities are trying to start peace negotiations with Russia over Ukraine and elsewhere. The Russians, for good reason, do not trust the current Western leadership. The problem, however, is that the United States has no intention of ending the conflict. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov explains, noting that their officially declared objective is to inflict a strategic defeat on Russia. Russian FSB sources, that's their secret service, and Asian secret society sources say that as much as they would like to reach a peace agreement with the West, centuries of broken promises and ignored treaties mean the current Western leadership is not trusted. In a recent example, Western leaders like former German Chancellor Angela Merkel say they deliberately deceived Russia over the 2014 Minsk Agreement in order to buy time to build up the Ukrainian military. Their plan was, is to conquer Kazakhstan, re-establish the Kazarian Empire and destroy Russia. Multiple sources agree. The Russians know they are dealing with Satan-worshipping religious fanatics who can only be stopped, not reasoned with, In other words, the only solution they see to the ongoing crisis in Ukraine is regime change in the West. The non-Western BRICS alliance leaders will be meeting this week in person for the first time in three years to discuss exactly such a change. Chinese President Xi Jinping will go to Johannesburg, South Africa, to join other BRICS leaders to discuss the international community. However... The real agenda will be the liberation of Africa and France. The BRICS realize ending the theft of African resources by KM-controlled countries, in particular France, will lead to the overall collapse of Khazarian mafia rule. This was seen in an African-Russia summit held in Moscow before the BRICS meeting where African leaders thanked Russia for liberating them from US, French and UK oppression by singing the Russian anthem and saying farewell to the West, Polish intelligence reports. It also comes as about 50 other countries have applied to join BRICS, including Indonesia, Mexico, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, etc. Russia has also used their victory in the Ukraine war as a huge weapons marketing tool by staging an arms fair whose central theme was the process of establishing a multipolar world order. Last week, over 800 representatives from 76 countries and 82 corporations attended this event in a sign of just how good the Ukrainian war has been for the Russian arms industry the number of visitors to their arms fair was almost three times higher than the previous such event. Furthermore, no Western countries were invited this time. Today, all companies, all countries taking part in the exhibition, take into account the experience of the latest development, including in the zone of the special military operation, Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu told the visiting delegates. As TASS reports, Russia is open to military and technical cooperation on equitable terms with all countries that are seeking to defend their sovereign interests, Russian President Vladimir Putin said on Monday in remarks at the opening of the Army 2023 International Military Technical Forum outside Moscow. This is not just talk either. A serious military campaign is now unfolding in Africa and Asia that could decisively tip the scales against the current Western leadership. The crisis now unfolding in Niger is expected to be just the first in a series of planned events. Niger is the base of many of the military and intelligence operations for the Pentagon. In Africa, says Abayomi Azikiwi, an editor at the Pan-African Newswire. The overthrow of the pro-Western regime there is a potentially mortal blow to France, since Niger is the source of most of the uranium France needs to keep its nuclear power generators going. In what is likely a related move, the French army general appointed by Emmanuel Macron to oversee the reconstruction of the fire-ravaged Notre-Dame Cathedral has apparently been thrown off a cliff. Mountain gendarmes discovered the body of Jean-Louis Georgelin, 74, the former chief of the defense staff, after he failed to return to a mountain refuge on Friday. French sources say the removal of this general is part of a move to oust the entire regime of KM stooge Emmanuel Macron. Certainly, Macron showed his upset with the death of his general By tweeting, with the death of General Jean-Louis Georgelin, the nation has lost one of its great soldiers, France one of its great servants. The Macron regime is even more threatened because the new government in Niger is putting a stop to a planned project to send natural gas by pipeline to France and the EU from Nigeria via Niger. A hike in French energy prices caused by the lack of uranium, gas and other resources from Africa is bad news, not only for the KM slave Macron, but for his KM masters elsewhere. U.S. Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs, War Criminal and KM Honsho Victoria Newland rushed to Niger to try to persuade, bribe and threaten the new leadership. The threats included a cut-off of financial assistance, a blockade and military intervention. However, seeing what Newland and her partners in crime have done elsewhere, she was sent packing after only being allowed to talk to junior officials. Niger is not attracted by the fate of Ukraine, formerly the most successful Soviet republic, and now a beggar with a destroyed economy and an eternal outstretched hand according to an FSB source. The fall of Niger means that France is losing control over a $500 billion per year colonial tax it gets from 14 African former French colonies. This process allows France to appropriate around 85% of the former colony's annual income. When countries like Guinea tried to become truly independent of France, the departing French took all their property with them. They also destroyed anything which could not be moved. Schools, nurseries, public administration buildings, cars, books, medicine, research institute instruments and tractors. In addition, horses, cows and other farm animals were killed and food in warehouses was burned or poisoned. That is why other French colonies caved into continued French rule. This time, though, Russians and Chinese, as well as the rest of the BRICS, are all working together to liberate Africa. In other words, if the French or even the Pentagon try to move against the new government in Niger, they will be facing Russian and possibly Chinese troops. The Chinese, by the way, appear to have all sorts of new secret weapons they will be able to deploy in any possible war. For example, a video shows Chinese workers using laser guns to trim trees. This is technology that not long ago was considered science fiction. If gardeners are now openly using this technology, imagine what's hidden from us. Not only that, new anti-KM military-stroke economic campaigns are about to start or have already started in Korea, Taiwan, Japan, Syria, the former Yugoslavia, Argentina, and elsewhere. The situation in Korea is the one most likely to cause serious trouble for the current KM-controlled Western power structure. Speaking at the above-mentioned Russian arms fest, North Korean Defense Minister Kang Sun-nam said, Now the question is not in whether a nuclear war on the Korean Korean peninsula breaks out or not. The question is how, when, and who unleashes it. North Korean government sources say now that they have over 100 nuclear weapons of various sorts. They are going to issue an ultimatum to the U.S. to liberate South Korea or face the destruction of New York, Washington, D.C., and Silicon Valley. The Koreans are ready to abandon major population centers and move into nuclear shelters in preparation for a nuclear showdown with the U.S., the sources say. This, this ultimatum is the real reason why fake White House national security spokesman John Kirby says... We are willing to sit down and negotiate with North Korea without preconditions. The North Koreans are demanding the reunification of the Korean Peninsula with Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un becoming an emperor-style symbolic ruler. The push by North Korea to liberate the South is being coordinated with planned moves in Japan and Taiwan, Asian secret society sources say. One Japanese underworld source says a military coup in Japan and an electoral coup in Taiwan is more likely than actual war breaking out with China. Other sources predicted a night of long knives to eliminate KM lackeys in these countries. The moves in East Asia, Africa and elsewhere will take place around the same times as a Russian offensive to retake the entire Black Sea coast and move as far as Serbia, Russian FSB sources say. The military push is being coordinated with more systematic exposure of Western crimes in Ukraine. For example, Western propaganda media failed to mention that Russian soldiers last week discovered a mass grave with the remains of raped and tortured women in a forest near the former positions of the Ukrainian armed forces, Polish intelligence reports. The Polish sources also say Polish gangster Piotr Kapushinsky, wanted in Poland for fraud, is a high commander of the Inter- International Legion in Ukraine. He is responsible for numerous abuses and his orders are described by soldiers as suicide missions, Soldiers from the International Territorial Defense Legion of Ukraine say they have been reporting abuses by their commanders to Ukrainian law enforcement for a long time. Their written testimonies even reached the parliament and the desk of President Vladimir Zelensky. However, the text shows that the soldiers saw, saw no reaction from the authorities, so they turned to journalists as a last resort, they say. The Russians have already provided the UN with over 2,000 pages of evidence of bioterror and other war crimes. As Indian sources, news sources report, Russia has made public allegations suggesting that Big Pharma and certain individuals within the US deep state orchestrated the COVID-19 pandemic with the intention of global domination. They have named figures like Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Joe Biden and George Soros as co-conspirators. By presenting evidence of KM war crimes to the BRICS nations, Russia is getting international backing for a new military campaign in Syria and the Middle East against Pentagon forces deployed in the region, CIA sources say. So, in other words, the KM-controlled West will be facing simultaneous military pushes in Africa, East Asia, Europe, the Middle East, and possibly Latin America. These military pushes are being coordinated with economic warfare intended to bankrupt the KM. A big move on this front is taking place with the creation of the Moscow World Standard, MWS, as an alternative to the London Bullion Market Association, LBMA, which Russia says systematically manipulates the precious metals markets to drive prices down. According to the Russian Ministry of Finance, this new independent international structure is needed to normalise the functioning of the precious metals sector and its creation is critical. The basis of the new structure will be a new international broker specializing in precious metals based in Moscow. Russia is proposing to create a market for gold, platinum, etc. to be regulated by countries that control the resources of these metals. It would be, in short, a revolution. Based on this new market, it intends to continue a system of bilateral trade in national currencies, which specifically excludes dollars, euros, and sterling. This could be enough to tip the already teetering Western-dominated financial system over the edge. Last week, UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres warned that 52 countries had no way to reduce their debt burden and were approaching default. This is more than a systemic risk, it's a systemic failure, Gutierrez said last Wednesday. In yet another related and revolutionary move, Argentina's leading presidential candidate, Javier Millet, a self-described anarcho-capitalist, pledged to close the nation's central bank. He calls it one of the greatest thefts in the history of mankind. If Millay takes power in October, as opinion polls suggest, he is likely to shut down KM attempts to create and seek shelter in an independent state in southern Argentina. They need shelter because the flood of news about the KM's crimes means it's only a matter of time before lynch mobs go after them. In the latest example, the CIA was running an organization called The Finders, That kidnapped children from daycares, locked them in cages on a farm in Virginia, subjected them to satanic ritual abuse, had them participate in orgies, blood rituals and the sacrifice of other children and then sold them as sex slaves overseas. The FBI discovered this during an investigation. What did they do? Covered it up. In another example, Oprah Winfrey allegedly trafficked children 11 times from her school in Africa to Epstein's Island on her private jet. Of course, she was a friend of John of God, who was convicted of trafficking and all sorts of other heinous crimes. A sign the KM leadership is panicking and under attack in what appears to be an MSNBC interview with Rachel Maddow, Hillary Clinton Rockefeller, take note that this is a masked killery. You can see the seam in her neck. Plus, she is a lot younger, and Mossad saws comments. This comes as a hurricane called Hillary hits Southern California. You don't need to be a weather expert to know that hurricanes never hit California. A CIA weather warfare expert says Hillary was at Category 4 in the beginning as it came north, but due to the cooler current, it became weaker. It's now a tropical storm. No worries about a hurricane. Nevertheless, he expects major flooding in Southern California, the Sierras and Nevada. It hasn't flooded in the summer like this for nearly a 100 years. Now there are many urban areas that were were not in this area a 100 years ago that will be seriously affected, he says. He thinks it will be a major disaster from the severe flooding. Speaking about weather warfare, there is mounting evidence northern and western Canada, the Canary Islands and elsewhere are being attacked with space-based weapons just like Maui was. For example, evacuees from northern Canada are reporting their cars were melting as they tried to escape. Any normal fire hot enough to melt metal would have killed nearby humans long before the cars began to melt. But it all makes sense if we think of it as a directed energy weapon, DEW, attack. Speaking about DEW, do you think these labels on Mountain Dew are just a coincidence? And it's showing a couple of Mountain Dew cans showing Maui burst and pitch black, and it says DEW on the side of the can. In the case of Maui, it looks like the KM are not even trying to hide their crimes there. For example, a book about the fires was published while Lahaina was being torched with a DEW laser. M S N propaganda is trying to claim the book was written by an AI, but even then, veteran publishers say it would be impossible to write, print, publish and distribute a book in such a short time. In other words, the attack on Hawaii was clearly planned in advance. And then he includes a series of tweets or now posts off X. First is by Santa Trump. Correction between Hawaiian Kingdom and the USA Inc. When the USA Inc. ceased to exist... So did the treaty. Therefore, the new independent nation of Hawaii, who has zero military and zero ability to protect and defend itself, was attacked by the deep state. Yes, a war crime. Uh, Please explain at a fifth grade level. I'm not sure what this exactly means. Who made the attack? Kit Kat tweeted. Santa Surfing replies, correct. This was a handshake agreement. The missionaries to take over the land and call it America. Nothing was signed. The fire massacre tells me something big was in play, and Hawaii's version of 9 11 hit to prevent or delay something. And replied to by Nicholas Veniamin, Oh, holy hell, now it makes sense why they went after Hawaii. A treaty of annexation was never signed between the Hawaiian kingdom. And the U.S., no treaty equals no state of Hawaii. The state of Hawaii government, established by an act of Congress, is a usurpation of sovereignty during occupation and therefore not only illegal but constitutes a war crime. Most people have also noted none of the billionaire's properties near the fire were harmed. And there's a video, actually probably a drone going over the area, showing these mansions untouched. And I also saw something about painting the roofs blue, which my only uh, supposition is that that has an impact on these DEWs to stop them from, it kind of reflects that energy rather than absorbing it, perhaps. I don't know, but it's interesting. And then there's another um, tweet From Matt Wallace locals in Maui were refusing to sell their land to the elites the part of the island mainly destroyed by the fires was prime area right next to lavish mega mansions now a lot of those locals are forced to sell their land and many tragically died in the flames Oprah Winfrey has a luxury mansion in Maui it's completely fine Jeff Bezos has a luxury mansion in Maui it's completely fine Lady Gaga has a luxury mansion in Maui. It's completely fine. Bill Gates has a luxury mansion in Maui. It's completely fine. Morgan Freeman has a luxury mansion in Maui. It's completely fine. Will Smith has a luxury mansion in Maui. It's completely fine. Julia Roberts has a luxury mansion in Maui. It's completely fine. And then um, there's also... Um, how did the fire know to avoid the most expensive mansions? Wake up. That was also a tweet. Brazil's KM slave president, Lula, appears to have exposed the KM's true motivations when he says we need a new global governance to enforce climate change action and make sure that everyone complies. Kazarian mafia EU founding father, Richard Kudenhove. Kalergi, revealed what people are supposed to comply with many years ago when he said, we intend to turn Europe and North America into a mixed mongrel race of Asians and Negroes ruled over by Jews. And of course, this is exactly what we're seeing happen with all this mass immigration that's going on, not only in the US, but in the UK and across Europe. So that's the end of Benjamin's weekly report. Interesting that the is what I was saying in the title the deep state is losing on all fronts, which is really encouraging. It may not seem like that at times because they're fighting back like crazy, but it it is. It is. You know, God wins, we're winning. Wonderful. I just want to throw in a couple of other observations um, regarding BRICS and Russia. You know, remember that soccer ball that Putin handed to uh, Trump when they met in Helsinki, I think it was? There's still speculation as to what that included, and some have speculated that it included a thumb drive with a lot of information that the Russian Secret Service had garnered off the internet and other sources. We'll, we'll see about that. Um, But what we're seeing is BRICS is actually developing this alternative financial system, which is, you know, basically undermining the dollar, going away from the um, petrodollar, which has been used throughout international trading transactions. And they're going to trading in the native currency of the countries. I also read that Russia has introduced a debt forgiveness program in Africa, so they're not crippled by debt to the Western nations. And the Niger coup is an indication of you know, the will of the people to free themselves from the control of these Western nations that are pillaging the natural resources and stealing the wealth of these nations to um, enrich themselves. And, of course, in Niger, what's happened is that the coup has removed uh, the corrupt leader that are put in place by West in order to be able to continue this wealth grab and impoverish the people. So this is a really good sign, in my view, and I think it will encourage other people other countries to do the same. And certainly um, Newland, Victoria noodle got shown the door in share with no uncertain terms, thank goodness. And of course, you know, we who have Seen what's behind this Russian invasion of Ukraine in terms of the West reneging on the deals that they signed with Russia, in terms of not um, pushing NATO into the surrounding areas and being a threat to Russia. We know that Victoria Newland was um, very much involved in the coup. In 2014, what's known as the color revolution against the duly elected president of Ukraine, who was replaced by a puppet of the deep state. And of course, Zelensky is the latest iteration of that, who is completely, you know, corrupt in control or under the control of the deep state, and in collusion with the likes of Biden and co, who are using Ukraine as a money laundering centre. In other news this week, of course, we had the GOP presidential debates, presidential nomination debates, that were being held on Fox News, and Trump very wisely refused to participate as he was not going to be um, attacked by all these also run people. And he counterattacked by having the interview he did with Tucker Carlson broadcast on X, on Twitter, um, in the same time slot as the GOP debates, which was very clever. And guess what? He broke the internet. <laughs> It's doubly ironic, of course, because Tucker was sacked by Fox, which was the channel on which these GOP debates were being held. And so a report from slaynews.com, I've only come across them recently, Trump and Tucker Carlson shatter records to become most watched interview in history, beat Oprah and Super Bowl. This is from the 24th. President Donald Trump and former Fox News star Tucker Carlson shattered records last night with their interview on Elon Musk's platform Twitter stroke X. The interview has mind-blowing 189.2 million views so far. Well, my update on that, I checked Twitter earlier, it's up to 259.1 million views now. To put that in the proper perspective, Super Bowl 57 between the Chiefs and Eagles had 115 million viewers. The interview also beat Oprah Winfrey's record-breaking interview with Michael Jackson in 1993. Trump and Tucker now take the crown for the most watched interview of all time, beating Oprah by a very large margin. Trump and Tucker Carlson both got even with Chris Wallace during the interview. Wallace, quote, protected Biden during the 2020 election debate with Trump, according to the 45th president. The comment caused Carlson to call Wallace a bitchy little man. (laughs) Not a friend, Carlson said of Wallace. Why is it he wants to be Mike, his father, Mike Wallace, but he doesn't have the talent, Trump said? The Daily signal also reported on some other key points from that interview um, question from Carlson asking why wouldn 't they try to kill you as they 've attempted so many other ways of getting rid of him I think most of us in the um, let 's say the truth movement know that there have been several attempts on his life already and that there are multiple doubles as somebody posted on Twitter or x uh, a, an image of all the different versions of Trump. Um, The next one is moving towards civil war. Carlson, noting the political divide in the country, asked, do you think we're moving towards civil war? Trump responded by talking about the huge outdoor crowd he addressed near the White House before the Capitol riot started, January 6, 2021. There is tremendous passion and there is tremendous love. January 6th was a very interesting day, Trump said. They don't report it properly. I believe it was the largest crowd I've ever spoken before. And do you think Epstein killed himself? And Carlson said he believed Epstein was murdered and that a proper investigation didn't occur. Trump responded, I don't know if he killed himself. He was a fixture in Palm Beach. And the next, stole it from you last time? Besides telling Carlson several times that the 2020 election was rigged, Trump talked about the importance of voter ID to clean elections as well as the dangers of mail-in voting. Trump said only paper ballots and one-day voting should be allowed in future elections to ensure the accuracy of the vote tally. But Carlson asked about 2024, if you're saying they stole it from you last time, why wouldn't they do the same this time, Carlson asked. They will try, Trump replied, but said that will be the case with any Republican candidate, even if he isn't the 2024 presidential nominee. Their policies are so bad they have to cheat. Now, if you think back to 2016, um, you know, we talked about, I've covered it on my show, well, probably, Couple of years ago, about the the reason Hillary was so surprised that she lost was because the the deep state thought they had everything under control, but the white hats actually knew about it and they prevented the election from being stolen. So Trump took office. Now I believe that they allowed um, the deep state to win and. And install Biden in 2020, just so everything that we're seeing play out, this massive exposure of corruption could happen. So, you know, if you think about it, there is nothing to say that the white hats will not also take control of the 2024 election and prevent this level of cheating and fraud so that Trump can be put in office in 2024. That, to me, just makes logical sense. A couple of other topics. Keep agencies under control. Talking about the entrenched federal bureaucracy or administrative state. If you get elected again and go back to Washington, how do you keep the agencies under control How do you keep the FBI and the CIA specifically under control? Carlson asked. Trump, without directly answering the question, noted that he fired James Comey as FBI director in May 2017, which led to much of the agency's corruption being exposed. And if you think back to just after he was uh, inaugurated in 2021, The view is when he visited the CIA headquarters, he basically read them the riot act. Um, You know, the CIA have been out of control ever since they were um, created, as we know. Um, But perhaps, you know, some of the things happening with the CIA are part of this movie that we're involved in. Uh, McConnell was trying to get senators to impeach me. Trump talked about what became his dislike for a one-time political ally, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. McConnell was the majority leader during Trump's four years as president. I had great support when Democrats did impeachment hoax number one and impeachment hoax number two. Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio, the House, was fantastic. Trump said. Actually, the Senate was very good for me other than Mitch McConnell. It's too bad I endorsed him. He was down. He was going to lose in 2020 to Amy McGrath. She had 90 million in cash all set to go. She was leading by three points. He was going down. I did him a favor. and Then three or four months later, he really wanted to impeach me. So that's just covering some of the key points in that interview, which, uh, as I say, broke the Internet. And then the following day, of course, Thursday, um, Trump had to present himself at the Fulton County Jail in response to the indictments against him based on what he was challenging in terms of the 2020 election. And this is a report from Epoch Times. Not a comfortable feeling. Trump details terrible experience of being booked into Fulton County Jail. Former President Donald Trump has detailed his terrible experience of being booked into the Fulton County Jail in Atlanta, Georgia on August 24th after surrendering himself to authorities following his indictment on racketeering and conspiracy charges. President Trump, 77, handed himself over to authorities in Georgia at around 7.36pm local time and was released on a $200,000 bond roughly 20 minutes later. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis, who brought the indictment against President Trump and 18 of his associates, had given those charged until noon on August 25th to hand themselves over or risk arrest. During his time being processed at the jail, President Trump had his fingerprints and mugshot taken, something he insists he had never ever heard of before stepping foot in the jail. It was a terrible experience, according to the Republican 2024 White House candidate. I went through an experience that I've never thought I'd have to go through, but then I've gone through the same experience three other times. In my whole life, I didn't know anything about indictments, and now I've been indicted like four times, he told Newsmax. And he went on to talk about the weaponization of the Justice Department. But the hilarious thing is that the, the mugshot of... Trump has absolutely gone viral, which has completely ruined what the deep state wanted was to turn all his supporters against him, and it's done absolutely the opposite. This is another report from Slay News. Trump posts own mugshot on Twitter, breaks the internet, never surrender. President Donald Trump has just made an explosive return to Twitter, stroke X, to post his own mugshot following his surrender to the Fulton County Jail in Atlanta, Georgia. Trump's tweet comes after an absence of more than two and a half years from Twitter, a platform he used to dominate. His last tweet was dated January 8th, 2021, and was posted shortly before the old Twitter suspended the 45th president's account. In a defiant tweet, Trump's post includes a photograph of his mugshot, He also declared that his arrest, which comes at the beginning of the Republican primary campaign, is election interference. Election interference, never surrender the caption underneath the mugshot states. It also listed his campaign website, donaldjtrump.com. The tweet from Trump has gone massively viral. At the time of this press, the post has received almost one million likes, Trump appears to be turning the Democrats' efforts to disrupt his 2024 campaign against them. There was actually quite a turnout outside the jail in, in Atlanta when Trump was due to appear. And there's videos of particularly one black guy basically saying that the blacks are all, you know, the Atlanta blacks are supporting President Trump. They don't. They're not falling for the usual Democrat bullshit about you know, you've got to vote for Democrats in order to um, get all these benefits and everything else. They realise that the Democrats are not supporting them whatsoever. So, again, more evidence of this great awakening happening. It's uh, it's brilliant. The other thing that's been revealed interestingly is the entire trump investigation by fanny willis started after raffensperger's aide jordan fuchs lied about president's phone call to far left washington post then deleted the recording it was later discovered in her trash folder and this was from gateway pundit And it says in late December 2020, President Trump made a call to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger asking him to look at some of the items that were uncovered by his auditor. There was plenty of evidence for a competent auditor or any man of integrity to know that the election was uncertifiable. Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger's office secretly recorded the phone call with President Trump then lied about it to the far-left Washington Post. Raffensperger's office later ran to the Washington Post and leaked a fraudulent transcript of the call. After they were caught lying to the American public, the Washington Post outed Jordan Fuchs as their anonymous source for their garbage hit piece. So that completely undermines this whole case against uh, Trump and his co-conspirators, per se, um, as well as the fact that the indictments are just baseless in any case. I think all in all, what we're seeing is absolute desperation here to get rid of Trump, as it's painfully obvious to those of us who actually, you know, have critical thinking capabilities. that there's nothing that Trump has done and all of these lawsuits against him will just completely collapse. And I'm just waiting for the enjoyment of seeing that happen. So on to the last topic, I just want to cover briefly in the time I've got left. And this relates to the horrific uh, Maui so-called wildfire, which of course it wasn't. And this is another report from Slay News. Maui survivors, authorities blocked road to stop people escaping Lahaina as town burned. Survivors of the devastating Maui wildfires have alleged that authorities blocked the only paved road out of Lahaina to stop people from escaping the town as it was overcome with flames. According to a report from the Associated Press, survivors are claiming that the road was barricaded to prevent people from fleeing the burning town. Maui has been destroyed by the massive blaze, with Lahaina taking the brunt of one of the deadliest wildfires in modern American history. So far, 115 people have been confirmed dead. Between 800 and 1,000 people are still unaccounted for. Maui Police Chief John Pelletier said during a news conference that residents were not prevented from fleeing Lahaina, but accounts from some of the survivors suggest they were hindered from making a quick escape because of the decision to close the Honoa-Pilani Highway and a bypass at the south end of town. Witnesses who survived the blaze said that traffic quickly backed up as residents attempted to flee to the south but authorities said the road was blocked as a crew worked on downed power lines. One family ignored the barricade and swerved past the cones placed in the road, making it safely to another town nearly an hour later. Several people were killed in their cars after getting stuck in the roadblocks, however. Nobody realised how little time we really had, said Nate Baird, who drove his wife and two young sons out of Lahaina. Like, even us being from the heart of the fire, we did not comprehend. Like, we literally had minutes and one wrong turn. We would all be dead right now. A woman and her three year old daughter escaped the burning town by driving her four wheel drive vehicle on a dirt road to a friend's house in a neighboring town, the AP reported. A mother with her two young children said she escaped the gridlock by ignoring traffic instructions and driving on the wrong side of the road to pass a long line of cars. The gridlock would have left us there when the firestorm came, 38-year-old Kim Cuevas Reyes said. I would have had to tell my children to jump into the ocean as well and be boiled alive by the flames or we would have just died from smoke inhalation and roasted in the car. The road leading out of Lahaina to the south did not open until 5.20 p.m., according to Maui County, nearly two hours after residents began fleeing the fire. Witnesses said that by the time the road was clear, some had already died in the flames as others escaped the growing fire by jumping into the ocean. Maui authorities face intense scrutiny for their response to the fires, and the lack of details they have provided in the aftermath of the disaster. And of course, we know that they didn't use a siren. There was this cut off of the water so that the fire couldn't be fought, um, all sorts of things. And of course, now we're in the age of the conspiracy theorists um, who turn out to be the truth spreaders because we don't take anything at face value. And we can smell her at a mile off. You know, these people are not going to get away with it. It's, it's obvious that this has been a major land grab. Um, the residences, the mansions of these elites, like the Oprah Winfrey and the like, be, actually were unscathed. How interesting And already they're talking about, you know, buying up this valuable real estate and turning it into another 15-minute city. So this exposure of the global elite agenda is just happening faster and faster, more and more across the spectrum, you know, of the Trump thing. Of the climate scam, they're now talking about yet another COVID variant and talking about, well, in fact, some, some places are, well, I think they've mandated masks again on flights and things like this. And people are saying, really, we, we're just not buying into this this time. You completely screwed up in everything that you did in the COVID-19 scam. And we are just not going to fall for it again. So, um, you know, what is so encouraging, as I said earlier, is that these people are so desperate because they know they are losing big time. And people are just flooding to certainly people in the US are flooding to support Trump when the deep state hoped that all these indictments would turn his supporters against him. Well, it's happened completely the opposite. People are saying, Well, now that you've done this, I'm just going to go and uh, donate more money to him. And people are out on the streets saying, We support Trump, we won't support anyone else. And the GOP debate was a bit of a <laughs> a wet squib or a dump squib, with uh, you know, again, a lot of toing and froing between the also ran candidates. Apparently, Desantis was not very impressive at all. Of all of them, um, Ramaswamy came out top. But he has a history of being linked to the WEF, to Soros. Um, People suspect that his stance on some of the things that Trump supports is just a front for what his true agenda is, and people are not falling for it anymore. So the Great Awakening is happening. Um, The deep state is definitely in panic mode. And as I said at the beginning of the show, we just need to be part of the collective consciousness in terms of focusing our our attention, our thoughts and our feelings. The universe doesn't hear what you say. it, it hears what you feel. you know it responds to the feelings. Uh, which have a vibrational frequency. So we just need to keep focusing on our victory in this spiritual battle, and well, a series of spiritual battles, and the spiritual war itself. So it's tra- challenging at times, but that is what we really have to do and challenge everything that is trying to be imposed on us by this evil regime so do not comply and encourage others around you to not comply with whatever the latest attempt by the deep state is to control us and defeat us do not comply okay so i'm going to leave it there for this week i'd like to thank you all for being here and uh, listening to the show I hope you've enjoyed it And that you'll join me for another one next week, another cosmic creating show. Thank you to Nancy, as always, for producing and to Derek Condit for sponsoring Cosmic Reality Radio. He's got a wonderful website, mysticalwares.com, with a fantastic array of Shungite products and other metaphysical goodies. So I hope you'll support him. And a quick reminder that you can find a lot of free articles on manifestation and personal empowerment and how to become a master manifester at my website, thesuccessalchemist.net. So until next time, stay well, be safe, and bye for now. You have been listening to Cosmic Creating with Jan Shaw. Updating Current Reality, a production of CosmicReality.com.